0: I wanted to be there,
1: but I wanted to show up to when something that wasn't low budget. Is what you call. I call it. Your mama's low budget. Watch your mouth. Oh. Watch your mouth. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Low Budget Podcast. I'm Priscilla. I'm Deanna. And we made it to the last episode of the season. Well, before the reunions. Um, kind of a lot to cover, not just in the episode, but in sort of the aftermath after. Um. Our last episode, probably just like a couple hours after a lot of stuff dropped about Robin and One. It was also addressed uh, last night on Watch What Happens Live, So we will talk about at the end because we don't want to end on a depressing note of um, and they have like a shotgun wedding. so <laughs> <laughs> And they like
2: halfway addressed it on the show. Barely. I know
1: yeah the little like pop-up at the end well, he was just it, talking to it like, okay. it just felt really <laughs> weird like it really felt like it should have ended on the cards and then there was just kind of this like um mismatched on like their little you know their little ending cards where it tells you about oh I know what they're up to or whatever and then there's just this little like hodgepodge like stuff <laughs> added to the end that doesn't <laughs> go and doesn't make sense but we'll get there we'll get there uh, so after a long um, montage of what happened this season, which I feel like in retrospect wasn't much. Uh, it was really not necessary. <laughs> it was really dragged out. Like they really wanted to make it seem like uh, it was a lot crazier than it, was like it really was. As someone who has a really
2: bad memory, I didn't need to see that. I was like, I know all the stuff that happened. I don't, I don't yeah. need this recap.
1: I agree. Um, I need... Season 7 is like a good time for there to be like a big shift for season 8. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So we open up with a scene that I really have so many thoughts about and I want to talk to our resident um, real estate girl about. I'm not a
2: real estate girl. I'm a mortgage girl. There's a difference. mortgage girl Put
1: some respect on my name. Even better. Even better. (laughs) Because I have questions about $13,000. So... So we open with um, Dino. He's like losing his mind, trying desperately to take off his shirt before they walk into a restaurant. Uh, he <laughs> kids, like really so did weird. not want to be there. Like, <laughs> I guess the PYTs couldn't film because she completely filmed Dean under like under dress. Uh, yeah, she's like she like orders tea and says she's not feeling her best. And he's like, "Why are you here? Neither of you, you yeah, like your you son want doesn't to want there. to be here, and you're sick." Uh, but she, so she tells him in, like, third person that Dean is gonna get this house, and he, that kind of brightens his mood. She says it's basically, like, all set, but they just need a sign on the dotted line. Um, sorry, my cat, like, <laughs> standing in between <laughs> the doors so that I couldn't close it. Uh, she wants to be on the pod, but she doesn't, she doesn't watch know the show, so she doesn't know. Yeah, she's just a hater. Um. So Ashley FaceTimes Sheila and her mom. And so she's like talking about how Dean didn't want to leave Michael and it um, her mom says maybe he senses something. And Ashley says that kind of brings her fears to light about the boys resenting her later for breaking up the family. But for the most part, she thinks that she's making the right decision. So... Then she says that she's glad Michael is dealing with the house stuff because it's complicated, and she brings up the LLC again. I think she says that they bought it with the LLC. Sheila looks pretty skeptical. And then she's like, I know that it seems dumb, but I think it's a better option for myself financially. And that they haven't delved into who will pay the mortgage, but she said that it was $13,000 a month.
2: And then she says, like, oh, that's a lot to pay for my on my own. It's like, but you guys didn't even talk about who's going to pay it, so like...
1: That's also a lot to pay for anybody, I think. So I was listening to a podcast um, called The Bravo Docket about another Bravo couple's divorce. And so they're talking a lot about their assets (laughs) (laughs) and their expenses and things like that. So this is, um, her husband is like this really well-off plastic surgeon called the Boob God in Miami. And he makes like millions of dollars a year. Mm Um. And they said that their mortgage, and I've seen this house, it's like this Miami mansion, it's like really, really gorgeous, that their mortgage was $8,000. I remember it because that seems like a lot. And then now she says 13000 in Maryland, and it just really thing.
2: confused. Here is the thing.
1: She also we... said something about a down payment on the rewatch. So she said, I put down the down payment. So you put down a down payment for a house, and Listen. it cost $13,000 a month. Listen. Or did Michael here's, just tell you that? Here's
2: the thing. They 100% got a jumbo loan, which you have to put money down. You can't have 0% down. That's like for FHA and like special low-income type of programs. They didn't do that. So I know they put a down payment. The thing is that right now, the way the market is, payments are astronomical. Like, you would not believe. I mean, for example, like my... I got my mortgage in 2021, I think. And my mortgage is like 2.5% interest. Mortgages now are like starting at seven percent like three times three times plus like if you don't have good credit if, i mean if anything there's so many factors going to it jumbo loans sometimes also have higher interest rates so like i don't even i don't know like i it doesn't surprise me at all um, it must surprise you some though like it doesn't surprise me at all do you think the house like was four I, million dollars no i think the pay- the interest is just really high holy shit the interest is really really high Um, and the thing is, like... I would
1: think even a very well-off person, $13,000 a month for the mortgage alone is an insane expense. I I've
2: seen, like, people pay crazy amounts of money for stuff, but, like, that's probably... I don't even know if I've personally done a loan, like, that high, and I used to do mortgages in, like, a very high,
1: like... A rich area of California. (laughs) A rich area
2: of California, we're talking about... Like, a very wealthy part in Nevada that's, like, very niche, like... Um, like, I think, like, Zuckerberg has a house there. You know what I mean? Like, this is not, like, just your normal suburbs. It's just, like, really high-priced homes. And I don't know if I've ever seen a mortgage like that just for one house. So she just got, like, a
1: terrible deal.
2: It's just a terrible time to buy. It's a horrible time to buy. I literally just talked to my old boss a couple days ago because he was talking to me about... We are just, like, catching up because he had to lay me off because the market was so bad. And he was like, We have had no loans for December, no loans for January, no loans for February. And that's that's pretty unheard of. Like to put it in perspective, like we're a really small company and I used to close ten to twenty loans a month by myself and I was one of three processors. Now they don't have one single loan in three months. Because the prices are so insane, on top of the fact that the values inflated so much, and now they're going back the other way, so no one wants to sell. So it's just, like, it's just a terrible time to buy. Like, they, I don't know why she made this
1: choice. Do you think Jenna terrible- it says something about Michael's finances? Wouldn't you think that they, if he's supposedly so well off, you just think that they would have better options, though? Like, could he not have bought her something small and pay for most of it, rather than pay an insane amount of interest when you already have money? I just Honestly, don't the understand part, that. the part
2: that, to me, that's weird is, like, if he, like, if he has other properties, which I assume he does because they keep saying he's in real estate, if he has other properties, I don't know why he wouldn't just, like, take money
1: out of the other properties and... I, I don't know. I, I Is that like you. you think that you have assets or something where you could sell... Because it just seems like you're spending a ton of extra money that you don't need to and that just seems like a strange... A really strange choice for this supposed, like, isn't he work in real estate or something like that? Like...
2: That's what I. Or I don't know if he works in real estate, but I think he just like I think he invests in real estate, so like he's he knows what's up. But I think that maybe they have a first and second or something. I don't know. Like I really don't know. But it's crazy high. It literally I don't made know me why. wonder if
1: he like told her double the amount just so that she would like split it with him, and then she'd just <laughs> be paying for all of
2: it. <laughs> he's I like, here,
1: I'll pay seven thousand, you pay seven thousand. That's what's fair. <laughs> I don't know, like.
2: I don't know. I don't know why she would do something like that, knowing that she's getting a divorce and she's already worried about money. Like, why would you... I don't know. But honestly, that's pretty common. People do Well, because what's
1: being said is that she's not, like, getting anything. Like, she, the house and the house is all she's getting, is, is the my people, understanding.
2: The people... I don't know. Like, that's the other thing I talked to my boss about. Like, it's like
1: you're getting a house that you have to pay, like, every single dime that you have to <laughs> live in? Are you really getting anything, then?
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. Is like That's the other thing I talked to my boss about was, like... I, he was asking me how things are going. And like I'm going through my own divorce and other things too. And like obviously I lost my job, but it's like I made a lot of like financially sound choices a couple years ago that people were kind of like, oh that's weird. Like why are you being so conservative with money? But it's like things change. You like never you don't know. know and it's like having a thirteen thousand dollars mortgage. I don't know how. I don't know. I mean, hopefully she makes a lot from the show or something. You just know. think
1: she'd want to do something more modest because she seems to see the writing on the ra- on the wall that Michael's not going to take care of her that much longer. That's so what I would. Once you what, can't, you're, that's if you can't afford too. that on your own, which how could she but possibly <laughs> afford that but on her the, the own? The thing is
2: that Ashley doesn't know anything about money. She doesn't know anything about actual like responsibility because she was way too young when she met Michael, and by the time she was with
1: Michael, he took care of everything. She doesn't know. That
2: was one of the (laughs) things that was one of the
1: things that I found fascinating is like when she said that it was thirteen K a month, I feel like she doesn't have a grasp of like what normal things cost. Because even if we're talking about rich people, that's unusual and she didn't like She seemed to think, like, oh, this is a lot for me. It's like, that would be a lot for anybody. That would be a lot for somebody with a lot of money.
2: Especially in Maryland. Like,
1: what? (laughs) And it's like, Michael, like, took over her finances so quick that, like, you don't, like, I feel like you could tell her, like, oh, I'll sell you this loaf of bread for, like, $35. And she'd be like, okay, I guess that sounds reasonable. Like, she doesn't know what's going on.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are just, are really into just getting what they want in front of them. Like, oh, I really want this house. So, like, I'm, if we can qualify, I'm going to do it. But it's like. Just because you can qualify for something doesn't mean that you should do it, because, I don't know, that, it's a crazy amount, and it's, like, I, I don't know, if they have any kind of expenses, if they have any kind of repairs, if they have any kind of, like, anything that comes up. I
1: I kind of feel like the only way this makes sense is if her plan is to find another rich guy to help her. Ooh, Luke. Pay for things, but then why is she dating Luke? Yeah, that doesn't (laughs) Like, he's not gonna pay for your $13,000 a month mortgage. Speaking of Luke slash Summer House, Winter House, do you want to talk about Jason now, or... Never. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, We're going to at the end when we go over the reunion trailer, Uh, but...
2: I was so mad.
1: Me too. I'm really annoyed with them because I don't believe it for a second. No. And so, yeah, the top dancing on our intelligence is getting kind of old. Uh, Okay, so little scenes of everybody doing their random stuff. uh, And Candace and her sister are, like, dancing in the kitchen. But then we land on Karen. So she's FaceTiming something about her four weeks for the holidays, and then we get to her FaceTiming Mia. So... Mia, they talk about mia eating a chicken wing even when she's gluten-free and karen and her dirty bird and then get to the point of telling karen that there was a bunch of chatter about her and basically that she'll sleep with any guy walking when she's drunk and that she had sex with a bartender or another employee and karen's like well did you defend me and she said if they were talking about you Oh, Karen said, like, if they were talking about you, I would have. And Mia's just like, no. And she goes, no, you didn't. And Mia goes, well, maybe I should have. So Karen in confessional is, like, pretty annoyed with Mia and says that, like, she's going to be cordial with her, but they're on a timeout.
2: I'm kind of confused by it, though. Like, what did she want her to say?
1: Um, Like, what is the defense there? Well, you know what's funny is that I would say that Mia kind of did defend Karen. And it comes up later with this whole prostitute thing. Giselle is... Giselle's actually really bothering me because now she's just, like, blatantly lying about stuff all the time and then, like, laughing later and being like, I'm just being messy. And it's like, that's not really being messy. Like, being messy is, like, telling what actually happened. Like, adding that somebody grabbed ass, adding that somebody called somebody a prostitute. Like, Giselle's just lying. (laughs) Yes, Ashley is at least admitting, like, what actually happened and then saying what she wants about it. But uh, when Mia asked them are you saying that she's a prostitute? I do think that was like kind of a little bit of her defending her. Like you guys realize that all the stuff that you're saying about her is like basically saying this, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the closest anybody came to defending her. I mean, she didn't like,
2: I just don't like, it's one thing if they were saying, Oh, like Karen is like a mean person and she can say, Oh no, she's not. But it's like, if you're saying that she's sleeping with someone, you don't know if she is or not. Like, how is she really going to yeah, do you? Yeah, I guess mean? Like, I think Karen really, Like, ones,
1: They still have um, this thing on the show where it seems like they really relate, like, promiscuity and morals, yeah. you know? So it's almost like you should have told them, no, Karen's a good person, so she wouldn't have done that. But it's like, it would be fine if you did that, though. That's, like, right. the thing. It actually says a lot more about them, that they're talking about it so much behind your right. back at a bachelorette party. Like, they don't have anything interesting amongst themselves to talk about. Yeah. And also the flashback of Charisse talking about it, hammered, is so uncomfortable to watch. Like, Karen, when she's drunk, will fuck any dick. And it's like, you're literally hammered right now, talk, like, talking like, talking about now. somebody being drunk. Like, it's embarrassing. And then her
2: like, coming up to Candace at the party. Or not to Candace, Up to Karen at Candace's party. And I'm just like, Charisse, like, she's just so desperate and sad to, like, make Karen, like, want to fight with her. And Karen doesn't want to talk to you. Like, no, she doesn't uh, want to talk
1: to you. No. Like... The tweet comparing Sharice to Ma was, like, <laughs> honestly way too on point. Like, at least Ma was funny, though. Like, when I see Sharice, they just get... Oh, with her stupid wig. Like, girl, isn't she rich? Like, get a stylist. And get, and get your own storyline. So, okay, so now the next scene is um, Mr. and Mrs. Robin Sr. are at her house i was wondering why robin hasn't had an event of some kind at her nice ass house
2: i think because they don't want people to ask if robin and juan are both on the house
1: (laughs) i know or does she live in the casita or something like that so like he won't let her have a party she lives in the house house. She sleeps on that giant cab. I feel like they actually record... Oh, maybe they do it at Giselle's. I feel like they record their podcast in some kind of a casino-looking place. <laughs> like, oh. It really might be Robin's house. There's like a little cot in the corner. No. I'm
2: kidding. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she like films out while they're like, oh, don't pan over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like a little like uh, like what Michael Scott was laying on. It's just like a little uh, bed Bench. bench. <laughs>
2: See, he fits perfectly.
1: <laughs> uh, so, you know, they're talking about the kids and everything. Rob is a... Corey is officially taller. I always, like... I love, like, noticing the weird ways that people talk on the show.
2: I'm not going to lie. I was not paying attention to any of this.
1: Officially. Uh, that's totally fair. I'll fill you in on what happened. So, <laughs> she tells them that they were going to Jamaica for a wedding, but we figured while we're there, we'll just do a little ceremony after. And her mom is like well, are we invited? It's like, you're inviting us to something that's happening in a month? And she's like, well, no. He's like, what do you mean no? And she's like, it's going to be Robin and Juan and Corey and Carter. And then her mom is like, and Guy and Gladys. She has a really voice. <laughs> it sounds actually a lot like Dorothy. Uh, so um, she's like, oh, Robin says – If we say that you guys can come, then we have to let our siblings come, and then we have to let our friends come, and then we have to let our uncles come. It's like, parents are a different category. This is like a weird, dumb reason. Yeah. And, um, her mom was like, no, that's not even right. And the dad says, well, but we understand, though, and... She's like, well, you, you know how much you two mean to us. Well, to me. <laughs> Which Sorry. made me laugh, because I was like... And then the dad mumbled something that, like... He's
2: like, I don't give a shit about you guys.
1: Couldn't, you couldn't hear it, and there were no captions, so I don't know what... Like, for her to clarify, I mean me, well, like, me. felt really funny. Uh, <laughs> it was
2: funny, and it's just funny how much of, of a big deal they made about, like, not inviting anyone to the wedding, because they had to invite other people, but then they only ended up inviting their parents anyways. So it's like...
1: So that you never meant that reason. No, it doesn't even... I honestly don't believe she ever had any intention of getting married in Jamaica. She just said that. Like, I'm just getting bored, Robin and Giselle, of just pick a story and stick to it. But, like, how much airtime you're wasting just saying stuff Making that you have no up, intention so of annoying. doing is really annoying and a waste of time. Especially when later they're showing flashbacks of, like, Giselle and Candace, for example, having a conversation in Mexico. It's like, why didn't you show that? Why are I you spending so much time talking about Robin's fake prenup? <laughs> The I'm prenup. Done. I forgot about the prenup. No, the prenup that she took uh, the infidelity clause uh, out of, by the way. And then didn't even do it. She took the infidelity clause out. And then didn't even sign the prenup. Oh, they just didn't do a prenup at all.
2: Yeah, it said, like, she never got around to the prenup, but they did get around to the wedding. That's, like, that was their, like, lead-in to their stupid, like, thing at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I.
2: She's like, I'm gonna get to it next week. And then it was like, Robin never got to it, but she did get to the wedding. Like,
1: Robin and Ashley are low-key, like... Stupid? The same. Like, yes. <laughs> like really stupid <laughs> when it comes Robin? to these decisions they're making the with their life partners. Yeah. I feel like she's forty-three. Just made so it up.
2: Ashley is on the way to be Robin.
1: Well, Robin and Giselle. She acts a lot like Giselle sometimes too, or I'm just like, You're taking tips from the wrong notebooks. Uh so yeah, mom the mom basically says like she isn't mad but she does think that she should be included. Robin offers to FaceTime and the dad basically says, "I mean, it's fine like we're good." <laughs> <laughs>
2: He said, like, we don't have to keep
1: talking about this. Like, we just his stop Because dad's already
2: sick of talking about this. You don't give a shit if you guys are married or not. Like, He's like, I, I don't, don't know why it. my
1: daughter and son need to get married anyway. But, like, <laughs> if you guys want to. Like, what Robin's, like, they treated him like a son from the first day that they met him when we were 15. It's like, yes, that's called adoption. That's not your boyfriend. Yeah.
2: Gross.
1: So, Gordon and me are wrapping up their medical storyline. Um, her life-threatening issues were rolled out. She's at the doctor. She's at a dermatologist, actually. So um not that I'm saying there's something wrong with the dermatologist but it's like it seems like she went in to get a facial basically and then said it might be cancer
2: it's also really is so stupid like it started out so big out of literally nothing and like I hate to give credit to Giselle but at least Giselle waited to like hear something to like talk about it like me it's just like oh it could be cancer it could be like leukemia it's like just because it could be doesn't mean like a lot of things could be that,
1: you know? No, Giselle, the one gun. thing Giselle did right actually was to question this, and then she decided to move on to... Well, that, but I mean, even her, her own health thing, she didn't bring up until
2: she actually knew what it was. She wasn't like, oh, it could be, like, you know, yeah. like, making up, like, it could be cancer, so I'm well, gonna, like, talk that's, about that's cancer- what
1: sucks, is Giselle doesn't bring up, like, that would have actually been interesting to talk about, though. Like, it's weird that Giselle, over the past three years, hasn't brought this up once, and that... Even when she finally did to her daughters, I feel like it's just like very uncomfortable. Like you, like she can't reveal anything about herself, even like a health issue, which is like that says nothing about like you as a person. It's not about your man getting his well, dick sucked somewhere it does or whatever. It about her
2: as a person because she's like she thinks that women. Are she's based a turd. <laughs>
1: What's a turf? Okay, I love how I'm always teaching you these, like, cultural words.
2: What's an
1: insa? A TERF is J.K. Rowling. It's a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. It's basically, like, these um, feminists who, like, say, I love women so much that, like, trans women can't count. I feel um, like that's a little bit of the vibe that Giselle's yeah. putting down of, like, now that my women lady parts love. are being removed, men have, men's have penis and balls. And- it's like, Hmm we'll get there even
2: her daughters are like no i know no grace grace (laughs) is an ally
1: but uh this scene the dermatologist is basically like yeah it's not anything um life-threatening actually we're going to clear you of all skin disease and that it's basically a rash (laughs) so then the amazing shady editors put a little thought bubble like above her of all the people kind of questioning it like you shouldn't be pretending to be sick. I'm fucking dead. And so Mia says, like, you know, it's been a really challenging time. So knowing that I'm gonna live on, it's just really humbling.
2: Like you were never not gonna live on.
1: <laughs> and then her doctor's like, yeah, you've been through a lot. And then I'm also I, dying
2: laughing because, like, wasn't she pretending that she like didn't feel well either?
1: I think so. I don't know. She got bored of that so fast that even the Jacqueline thing, like, she brought Jacqueline on, and then when it didn't go her way or wasn't received her way, she just like acted like she never existed anymore she's like she just keeps starting all these things that she's not willing to finish and then at the end I think she said that it might have been a a rolled wind instead of she said world, rolled, she said and world wind and then I listened to it again and yeah it was whirlwind. yeah so just wanted that to <laughs> just be on there I just wanted that on the record um <laughs> it's been a world wind. <laughs> And I kind of get, like, how you might think that, but it's just funny. World like, wind? I'm very self-conscious about using things wrong, so, like, if I was unclear about something, I would, like, Google it But whirlwind? What does that even mean? What does whirlwind mean? Whirly whirlwind? wind, I guess.
2: I, th- I think whirlwind is, like, a whirl, like, it's, like, spinning around, like, it's, like, craziness, you know? She's like, like, like whirlwind. <laughs> All of us. Whirlwind. We don't know. Just, like, what? World wind is like the whole world is
1: windy. I don't know. It's stupid. Oh my god, Mia.
2: So um... my notes would really just say getting biopsy results. Pretty much nothing. <laughs> it was a rash. It Was basically <laughs> the TLDR.
1: Too long didn't read on that scene was it was a rash. A rash. Uh. So Giselle and the girls are at um like an ice cream sweet shop. It's so weird. I like like sweets now. I didn't really that much before. But what do you mean. I don't know, I was like never really that into. I know you weren't like into sweets, but now what are you into? Ice cream. What? I eat it like every day. Every day? Whoa, (laughs) you need help. (laughs) (laughs) Every day? And like when they were getting their ice cream, I was like, wow, that looks really good. It's so weird because they didn't really use like ice cream. Okay, what about
2: frozen yogurt though?
1: I haven't had much, but it sounds really good.
2: Because really the thing is that. It's like
1: a softer ice cream.
2: It's not just a softer ice cream, that's soft serve. Get get it right. First of all, frozen yogurt. The original tart is like the best of the best. Oh, like the the pink berry kind. Yeah, just any kind of. Just like that
1: original, like, soury kind.
2: Yeah, it's so good.
1: Yeah, it is good. I'll have some. Do they have a place like that around here?
2: I don't know around here, but there's a place in Truckee that I go to that is pretty good. But it's like my favorite thing ever. All right, I'll so try I'm letting out. you know now that you're getting into the sweets game because I've been in the game for a lot longer. Um, frozen yogurt is really the queen of all.
1: Yeah, it's just interesting. It's like once you start eating it, I feel like you really do become like addicted to it or something because now it's just like part of my routine to have ice cream at the end of the day. <laughs> it's like those things people say, like oh,
2: after you eat, even if you're like really full, you always like oh you're always able to eat a little something a little something sweet. Yeah, see, I was, like,
1: not that girl. Like, I was definitely, like, the person who'd rather have seconds of, like, whatever the dinner was, but I'm here to say I've changed, I guess. Uh, uh on the bond. So, <laughs> so she sits down with the girls and she goes, so we have so much to celebrate. And one of them goes, like, <laughs> and then she says, Steve took me out for a date ski. It's
2: like, how is that so much to celebrate? Why do they give a shit about that?
1: Okay, and I'm unclear. The footage that they showed, I know one of the footages they showed was old because Ashley's voice and hair was different. But when they showed them on a date again, and Giselle's like covering her face and stuff, was that recent? Is it three days prior to this? That's funny. That so Giselle has been trying to show something else, and it's too boring.
2: (laughs) They're like, they didn't
1: put that scene in. Yeah. Uh. So she asked the girls, any commentary? They're like, They're like, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> and then, um. She's like, I think once I settle down, they'll really care. I'm like I don't think they care She's all. like, they don't <laughs> care because it's not serious. Just like, then why did you bring it up? It's just, the whole, it's just so uncomfortable. So she says the girls will, yeah, the girls will perk up later. And then she tells them about the surgery that she has to have. She goes, in my lady parts. Um, the, as soon as Giselle said lady parts, I was like, I bet these girls don't know much about anatomy. Like, if she's too I old, don't. Sure, but like if she's too uncomfortable around the girls to just say, like, I have fibroids, like right yeah. away that you have to call them lady parts, it's parents. like, okay, so you've been too uncomfortable to tell I them like girls anything like, about reproduction. And yes. And they like... like should definitely know this stuff. <sighs> the parent test.
2: Like they should know the parts at least.
1: <laughs> Remember in the show?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, no, they should know the parts. So she said like she had something in her uterus called a fibroid. So again, it's like you're acting like you've never said the word fibroid. You just said to them something called a fibroid. You've never talked to them. I've never heard of a fibroid before. Oh, really? No. Not until she said it. <laughs> and again, that's fine. But it's like, if she's had them for three years, why is this the first time they're ever hearing that word? I don't know. I don't even know what a fibroid is.
2: Actually, I think you told me last time.
1: <laughs> it's like, I a think it's like something, something that right? grows on your uterus. And it's like pretty common in black women. Oh, And if Giselle's, like, been having this problem for so long, like, that means that every time that you get your period, it's probably, like, extremely painful. It just seems really weird that, like, your daughters would not have been privy to this information this whole time. Yeah. I mean, chances are, like, one of them could have fibroids. It's strange to me. Uh, But also at the same time, again, Giselle is a deeply unsexual person to the point of like, even I think talking about reproduction to her would be awkward and that she hasn't talked to her adult, basically adult daughters. No, it's not. It's insane. Like, Like, she's so awkward, though, that she can't talk about body parts. Yeah. Lady parts.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I feel like lady parts like, you'll are more comfortable talk about, to say than uterus. You'll talk
1: about vagina all day when you're talking about Wendy and Mia, but then when you're talking she'll about talk, a medical about issue then your uterus, you call them lady parts? She'll say licking vagina like a million times, but she won't say uterus. It's very strange. And then one of the twins asks, how do you pee? And they get pretty uncomfortable there. <laughs> okay. No, so never mind, never mind, never mind. The other twin says, okay, stop. And Grace is just looking at her, like, shaking her head and... <laughs> And she goes, I had a slip, I had a slip up, sorry. <laughs> and I said, Yeah, I don't think she has taught them enough about this. They're like sixteen. Um, this brought me to the sidebar of Have you seen the movie Teeth? Um, I don't think I've actually seen it, but I know the movie. But you know the premise. Yeah. I just watched it for the first time and Was it good? Is it um, funny? It's a comedy. Uh, yeah. which led me to it. it it's kind of funny it's weird it like it looks way older to me than 2008 like I thought that it came out in long time, really. the 90s or something but yeah oh it looks older than 2008? I feel like it like tell you let me know but like there's something about it that looks older but it's funny because like in their textbooks at school they like put a giant sticker over the vagina like um <sighs> diagram yeah and they're like they don't want like anyone to know I'm like well, why do you show the penis in the book and you know, she's scared. She doesn't know, like, why her vagina keeps, like, cutting people. So <laughs> she, like, soaks the sticker off of the book so that she can look at it. And it's um it's pretty great maybe. So, yeah. I'm going to
2: say, though, I've, I watched, um, there's been a couple movies I've watched, like, probably in the last year that I'm really shocked to see, like, when they came out. Because when you look at the quality, I'm like, this is, like, from, like, the 80s. And it's, like, 2002. Right. Like, just a really long time ago. Like, 2008 is a really like, long time Like,
1: when did, ago. like, Jennifer's Body come out? I have no idea. I feel like... Probably when I was in high school? I don't know. I guess now that I think about it, like, in... So, like, 2007, like, mid-aughts or whatever. I feel like they almost did some movies in a style that looked... Old. Kind of nostalgic-y or something. Uh, but... Yeah, they're just talking about removing her uterus. They're, like, giggling about menopause and what will happen to her ovaries. Um, her and Giselle ovaries says that the around. school forgot to teach them because these questions are so absurd. It's like, you know I mean? You probably could have talked to them about it, too. Uh, and Grace is like, well, were you upset about it? And she's like, oh, I, like, cried the whole way home. I just feel like men have penis and balls. Um, and I just was like, she's so dated. Like, she, she really does sound like J.K. Rowling. Um, and Grace is like, that doesn't really change anything, like, you could have everything removed and you're still you. Yeah. Um, so, I said, so she isn't scared about the surgery, but she's scared of, like, not being a real woman or something. Yeah. Uh, I feel
2: like that's how, like, her generation thinks. It's like, not just with that, but also, like, if you don't have kids, then you're not a woman.
1: If you're not, like... If you yeah. don't have a man. Yeah. Which is like... So you. She's don't have like, to I don't have a have man. A oh, her uterus. <laughs> What do I do? How can I call myself a rope? <laughs> when Karen's, it wasn't Karen in an argument with somebody, and then she said, "Please don't question my womanhood." Yeah, but I can't remember. I can't remember the context, what? but it's just such a funny thing. Like that's so them, though. Or I that, think like, she said they like, would like, take oh, that as real like woman the,
2: would do like blah blah, yes, blah something. She yes, like, don't question my
1: womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> like that, they take their identity as a woman like so serious. <laughs> And please don't question my womanhood. <laughs> it's so weird. It's really funny. So there's like a quick Wendy and Karen FaceTime moment. They're getting ready for Candace's event. So Karen updates Wendy um, and says that they were all like saying disparaging, disgusting things about her at the event. And she doesn't know if her and me are going to be able to get past it because Mia didn't defend her. And then Wendy says some <laughs> Martin Luther King quote about You know, sometimes it's not the words of our enemies, but the silence Silence of of our our friends. friends. (laughs) She just went into pundit mode real quick. (laughs) Uh, I want to talk really quick, because right here there was a Summer House trailer. And I heard Mia's quote again about... uh, was sexually attracted to you? Like, or? that I am that I was thinking of Carl in a sexual way. It sounded mid-sentence. It yeah, sounded it very much cut off. It sounded like... like, like someone else thought she it was. It sounds like Lindsay came for her because she thinks that she wanted Carl in a yeah. sexual way. And yeah. then later she calls Lindsay a bitch and it's going to be really funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so Candace's event, final event of the season uh Giselle says like a quick hi to Chris when she comes in she like touches her arm everyone online is like why are you touching him like oh hi and then they um they show her in a confessional and she's like you know I don't dislike Chris uh and then she they said plot. That she's not mad at Chris oh that that How was what it was mad at Chris? He's not at you. She's so... Uh, As should be. <laughs> no. I'm not even mad at Chris. Like, why would you be mad at him? So then they flash back to Giselle and Candace talking about it in Mexico. And they never showed us this before, mm-hmm. which found really interesting because later when Giselle and Candace are, like, saying hi and being nice, and the fact that Giselle's even there, I was like, oh, I need to think about the fact that, like, somehow you guys got to a different place. Because before yeah. her and Candace were just not acknowledging each other. Right. And Candace wasn't inviting Giselle to stuff, and, like, that was it. But... So, why did they not show that conversation at that table, though? I don't
2: know. Maybe they're saving it for the reunion.
1: (laughs) It's strange. So, um, Giselle in Mexico, that was telling Candace, like, oh, you know it With Chris, it's just as simple as him saying... uh, She's like, I just kind of thought it would be simply, like, if I made you uncomfortable, I'm sorry, and that's it. And Candace is like, but you went about it a completely wrong way. And Giselle said, I hear you. So... um, Now, Chris and Candace are in a confessional, and he's saying, you know, I know that sometimes it's easier to say sorry and move on from something, but in this case, I just maintain that I really did nothing wrong, and I just don't need to talk to her again, ever. And, you know, Candace is doing her little neck roll, like, agreement. So, um, we see Dorothy, Candace is like, I don't really know all these people, but welcome, and... She asks someone if there's gonna be like an announcement of her presence. Hello. Do okay, you
2: like how she comes in and then leaves? And then yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's kind of funny because she is so small that it's like you just like no literally noticed. wouldn't notice <laughs> it with so many points. So she like slithers Santos out in her cute little outfit. Um I wanted a quick note about the difference in Ashley and Candace's style is like on another level.
2: Ashley's like, outfit is like if was I can so show the cute, most skin then that's like the cutest. You can't show
1: a ton, you can't show a ton of skin and wear lime green and, and have your graphic. hair in this ridiculous, like, I just felt like she looks so silly and it's like yeah, she does. weird because like, Cause she looks you like, should she be looks hot, like... but like you and Candace are actually both hot, but Candace out styles you every dressing, single fucking time.
2: Ashley dresses like she's going to like a festival or like a nightclub or something all the time. And she's like, that's not appropriate all the time.
1: You know? No, and totally. I'm not even
2: in like a like oh like slutty. No, not a like, pretty it's just way, but it just cute. doesn't look like, good. Like it doesn't all...
1: look good for you to go to a brunch place dressed like you're going to fucking.
2: Like literally the EDC all the comments, or whatever. All the comments on her video with her that weird green dress that I keep talking about. It's like everyone's just so like whoever let you wear that you need to fire them. Like like people are so upset about it because it's just so it's not cute. I just don't get it. It's Do you like, think Candace has a
1: stylist? Do they both have stylists? I know that actually does. But she overrides, yeah, it's, it's so crazy to think about, like, what Ashley could look like if she actually just...
2: I feel like Candace probably does have a stylist. But also just, like, even in general, like, her choices are, like, her and Chris usually look pretty good. Their house looks pretty good. Like, and I feel like she just has good taste also, Right.
1: Right, exactly. Um, You could have a good stylist, but if you have bad taste and you're, like, putting in... Either you're picking a bad stylist and or you're making modifications Listen to so their choices. <laughs> um, yeah. I hated what she was wearing. Because Ashley... I hated what Giselle was wearing too.
2: Yes. And I was like so confused. I was like, Giselle's dress is like way over dress for like what was happening. Like she was like way... I feel like, like
1: you can't have that much material with no, that exactly. much sparkle, right? Exactly.
2: Like... If she would have had like a tank top sleeve, that would have been cute. But it was just billowing. It was like a
1: sequined curtain dress. It, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it made me mad. So, um, I, yeah, this one, when I said that I noticed that Giselle and Candace were talking to each other. They said hi. They were like a pretty pleasant greeting. I said, poor Jacqueline was just like literally deleted from the show. I was like, was she there? No, no. Is it, I don't know. Like, she was coming to all the events. She went to, um, you know, their live show and stuff like that. It just seems like she would have been there, but it's funny that they just, like, tried to suddenly pretend that she didn't happen. I love that she's going to be at the reunion because yeah. and Mia she looks- obviously... Yeah, she looks cute. Yeah. I feel like Mia obviously knows, like, this is over and me and this girl have hella dirt on each other. So, like, I don't want her on camera anymore. And it's like, yeah. no, she's going to come back. So, uh, Giselle and Charisse are, like, mean mugging Karen and... And Cherise is like, there's your friend. Cherise, just stop. Like, if you just stopped acknowledging, like, at this point, you should just be straight up not acknowledging Karen. Her name should not be coming out of your mouth first. Like, you look pathetic. Get some dignity. Get some fucking dignity. So Giselle says, I think she doesn't want to come over because you're here. It's like, wow, Sherlock, you really cracked that case wide open. Like, (laughs) Giselle, it's not... um, you're not being, like, clever or witty or anything like that. It's, like, wow, like, you basically accused Karen of, you know, being the town bike. Everybody gets a ride. Like, I think she doesn't want to come over here because you're here. (laughs) It's, like, what? You guys are so fucking annoying. So there's, like, mingle mingling. Um, They're talking about Wendy. Wendy asked, what was said about me in Mexico? And, um... Someone tells her that Mia said that you've been having difficulties because you want her cookie. And Ashley when- said that. Ashley said that. Okay. So- I feel like
2: Ashley was trying so hard to like make Wendy mad about it or something. And Wendy's like, okay. I'm
1: like, yeah, she didn't care. No. And Wendy's like, Mia, you said I wanted your cookie. You whispered in my ear. You wanted to eat my box so bad. And then Ashley starts screaming and she's like, you did say that. You did <laughs> say that. It's like, so Mia doesn't deny it. Ashley confirms it. They're all laughing, and then they, like, hug about it. Wendy, like, hugs her, because Mia just stands there and looks stupid. It's, like, it's so weird how you're willing to, like, say all this stuff, and then as soon as somebody says, well, that's not true, actually, it was you. Oh. <laughs> good. Absolutely nothing. So, uh, Wendy, yeah, she's, like, she wanted the Godiva, and she should have just asked to touch it, because she I would have thought about it. So, um <laughs> So there's some people talking on the mic about Candace. They call her up. She goes up. She thanks everyone, the Lord, her family. Um, I'm going to cry. My mom, my dad, my man. She always says, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and last but not least, she does her little head circles again. She's like, I'm not going to cry, but I love you because you are my man. And, you know, her and Chris have, like, this nice moment. They embrace. Thank you. Um, totally. I think there's, like, a moment in confessional where she says something about, like, I am uh, not going to let, like. The miserable people, like, get to us in the camera pants to Giselle and Ashley. It's really funny. <laughs> I'm not going to let miserable people, Giselle, Ashley. <laughs>
2: it's true, though. Like,
1: I don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, they, I, I hope that they, I think it'd be hard for them to look at this season. Because they've always had fans, right? Which I think, I do think there's a little colorism that plays into, like, why people overlook all of their bad qualities and, like, but there was nothing but that this season, mostly, for Ashley and Giselle. I don't see how they could look at this season, hear the feedback, everything, and continue to think that what they're doing is going to get them the results that they want. Uh, it Like, Ashley, I always want to get ahead, but Ashley at the end of the episode is, like, basically throwing a tantrum.
2: With her, like, trying to talk to Chris? Yes. When she
1: goes back to the episode, she's like, I, I did girl. nothing wrong! I did nothing wrong! And it's like... No, you're like, this is all really embarrassing. Like, I really hope that this is a turning point for you. You're a divorced woman now. Get some class.
2: And you did do something wrong because Candace told you he doesn't want to talk to you. Yes, yeah, so you don't respect people's state, boundaries. Anyways.
1: Like, that's actually... People saying, oh, Wendy can be antagonizing. No, that's actually antagonizing. It's actually they antagonizing to, to you. for somebody to make it clear that they don't want to talk to you and especially about a specific subject and to be say, I'm grown and go up and talk to them anyway. So... And then with Giselle and the prostitute thing, it's just, like, the two of you looked really bad in this episode. So I'm just curious if, like, you're going to, or just fully lean into it, right? Like, if you're going to be a villain, just be a villain then. I'm tired of you guys pretending that you have good intentions with what you're doing, though, and it just makes you look stupid.
2: I feel like if people come for Giselle, she's going to, like, lean into her, like,
1: uterus thing. I don't even have a uterus. (laughs) She was like, "Don't question my womanhood." I'd kill to have a hysterectomy. No, That's I wouldn't. It. But I mean, it'd be nice. Uh, so I just I wrote cash bar, Candace. Do you remember when they had that engagement party and she had an open bar? Or it wasn't an open bar. It was a cash bar, and everyone was talking about it for so long? I, think I think her and Chris so. had an anniversary party, and uh, it just kind of made me laugh. Um, it was it cash bar again? I don't know if this one was. Uh. (laughs) So she introduces the visual um, for Insecure. They're watching the video. And Mia's like, I mean, that's much better than a parking lot. And uh, Wendy's like dancing again. It's really cute. And Candace. And Ashley says that she loves the visuals and thinks the video was good. Mia said, I mean, the budget is no longer low, honey. And Karen says she's proud of her. Then Giselle just says... Um, like some hate shit She's so that she salty. can't remember the song. And I was like, "What was the name of your makeup line, Giselle?" I she's don't know. So Giselle like... didn't look happy at all too when all of this was happening. It's just
2: because she's so sad. Like she's mad that Candace is happy.
1: It's embarrassing that she it's can't really hide embarrassing. It. So um, I said, "Robin always looks exhausted when she so- shows up." Did you notice that? Yeah, I feel like you would think that she has like toddlers at home or something because she always comes in like very like. Ah. So, um, she shows up late. She was at her sister-in-law's bridal shower. Like, it was were we- you interesting her? that she was wearing white.
2: I hope you weren't wearing that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Karen tells Giselle that she re- Okay, so her Giselle comes up as like talking to Karen and Ray standing there, and she says, "Like I received what Mia said." Um, she's like, "I heard her, but I'm not listening." And Giselle goes, "Well, what do you mean? Well, did she tell you that she called you a prostitute?" And just said, Giselle just lies now, I'm tired. I said, I feel like what she actually did was ask if you guys were calling her a prostitute. Because, yeah, it started to sound that way with all the stuff that you were saying. So Karen says, no, uh, we missed that part. And it's funny because Mia didn't say that, but she kind of, she told Karen, like, when they were saying that, I said, well, what are you guys saying exactly? Which she didn't say, what are you guys saying that she's a prostitute? Yeah. But, like, that is generally, like, Giselle's making it sound way yeah. as worse as she can, which is, like, you were doing something terrible, and now you're basically throwing Mia under the bus because she didn't tell Karen the one thing that she said amongst all the shit that you said. I can't it's wait for Karen to actually see that cliff and to address it at the reunion.
2: It's because Giselle wants Karen to feel like everyone's against her, and not everyone's against her. So yes. Like, no, I no, that's probably. totally no, what it is. is. It's like, Mia did you know it's Mia? It's like, you no, uh-huh.
1: didn't. Totally. Uh, so, Giselle goes, we'll ask her about it. So... Giselle in a confessional is like, well, you know, I brought it because I wanted to give Mia an opportunity to explain, and I just, uh, and then she just laughs and says, "I don't know. I guess I was just being messy." And it's like,
2: which by the way, Mia looks really good at this party.
1: Yeah, she does. Um, being messy isn't making up lies about people. Yeah, that's just Giselle's being just, a liar. She's just sad, honestly. Uh, so Mia comes up and she clarifies that she said, "Are you guys saying Karen is prostitute?" And Ashley also confirms, like she was asking, um. And I said, can Mia please get mad at Giselle yet? Like, you should be annoyed that Giselle went up and said Mia called you a prostitute. Like, that didn't happen. Yeah. So.
2: But then Mia takes a weirder turn and tries to, like, I don't know that, what she try- That was so scene weird. was very
1: weird. Yeah. So Karen's like, let me be clear. I think Karen said, let me be clear, like, 20 times. <laughs> Uh, the Lord is good to me. I haven't had to sell my pute yet, but if I do, <laughs> Ashley, you'll be the first to know. Ashley uh, says something about, uh, hearing something from someone in the community, and Ashley says that she thinks that Karen should own up to this stuff, or just admit you have an open relationship. I said, like, you did? like. Also, why the fuck do they care? But it like yes We already
2: said that Ray knows, so why the fuck do you care? They
1: can't make up their mind about that. They keep going back and forth about that. But Ashley, you never were very open about having an open relationship either. You said that you guys like had threesomes and stuff like that, but you never explained that it was okay for Michael to be gallivanting all over town without you. Yeah. So it's just funny how hypocritical all these people are. So Sharice inserts herself and Karen <laughs> says, I don't really know why you're breathing in my airspace And Sharice says, Well, I didn't lie about anything I said. And Karen um, said, I heard you, but I'm not listening. And then she goes, to leave. And Sharice says, Ray, and then Sharice in a confessional says, Ray said yes to eye candy, not eating it. And then I said, I thought that you said he knew everything. Like, pick a lane, right?
2: They don't know what the fuck they're doing.
1: The way she came up to fight was so sad. But it's they just keep going back and forth from like, no, Ray's driving her to do this stuff. He totally knows about it. It's like, well, Ray doesn't know. She doesn't want Ray to know. I was like, which is it? It can't be both. I know. So Mia tells Karen that there's more.
2: Also, if this like okay, if they actually believe that Karen is fucking other people and that Ray doesn't know, why the fuck do they think it's appropriate to be bringing this up like at a party? At, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, they're just so immature. No matter how you look at it, it's immature. If it's a rumor. That, like, and whether they think, if they think Ray knows, then why the fuck are they even talking about it? If they think Ray doesn't know, they definitely should be talking about it in this setting. Like,
1: no, it's actually really bizarre. Like, we've all been a part of a friend group before, right? Like, I've been a part of a friend group where I thought somebody was cheating or something like that. It's, that's not how you would ever do it. It's, like, you would not just, like, go up. I mean, even when you're thinking about, like, what about people's safety? Like, I was gonna pretty, say, like, like, domestic violence and yeah, stuff like, like that. Like, yeah, you're not so... supposed to just tell somebody's husband, like, yeah, it is. It is all really weird. And I think that the the way they justify it is because they know that it's not actually like
2: True. they know that she's
1: they know that she hasn't actually done anything wrong within her own relationship. You guys just want to embarrass her. So. Yeah. Uh, Karen said, what's when Mia tells Karen there's more and she goes, what's the more my husband is standing right here? He said, I don't need to hear it. And he laughs and <laughs> walks away. And Karen's just like, yeah, don't take any of this stuff seriously. So Giselle, now we go to Giselle telling Candace, oh, you smell good. And she's like, why hasn't your husband talked to me? Why would he ever talk to you? It's so weird, like, the... They think I, she acts like I'm sorry if this is racist, people, but Giselle really acts like a white woman. Like, the way that she acts entitled to, like... So you get to slander somebody and then you still expect them to kiss your ass and come and talk to you? It's so bizarre. It's
2: that, but also she acts like she's, like, Candace's, like, grandma or something. It's, like, he needs to, like,
1: respect me. It's, like, he doesn't totally. fucking know you, like, 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 he are, doesn't
2: have any who are you obligation to, them? to you. Why do
1: you think that he has to talk to you? Giselle needs to be... I don't want to say put in her place, but Giselle needs to be like knocked down a peg. Like she's gotten way to too big of a head. She's way too comfortable that like she's the star of the show and without to having to deliver with anything. Her daughters. Totally. Oh my Take god, it'd be so great show. to see Grace. I don't
2: care about her. let you see your daughters.
1: No, because that's really what she's acting like though. Where it's like I'm, I'm the lead of this show. So if you and your husband want to be on it, he needs to talk to me. And it's like no, actually, Candace is the lead of the show. And I genuinely do think that next season they're going to start framing it that way. So. Uh, Candace says that something about Chris isn't going to want to have the conversation here, which is totally understandable, right? Like, you guys cannot be trusted to have a normal conversation in this kind of setting. So it's better for him just not to speak to you guys at all. That makes perfect sense. So, uh,
2: And that's the respectful thing to do. Like, you know you're not going to be able to have a good conversation in this setting, so you're just not going to do it.
1: Yes. And then in parentheses, I had to put, did she tell her that he would at all? LOL. I feel like he's been pretty clear where he stands on that. We see more of that in that little flashback later. So then we're back to me and Karen. She's telling Karen, the owner of some restaurant, I don't care about this at all, I really don't, by the either. way, said that she was dating his friend. They went to Vegas, had sex, whatever. He said it a couple years ago. Karen said she's not going to be defensive. She looks great for 59. She has a man that loves and trusts her. And that's all that matters. And Mia doesn't want her to put it all on Charisse. And say she's making it up, which is funny because in a previous confessional, Mia did say Charisse it well? was all Sharice. I was not the one saying this stuff, so everyone's Everyone. just very, everyone's just very confused. It almost just seems like it kind of reminds me in like in Big Brother, or I think this happened in Traders too, where it's like what it is Big Brother? Big Brother, uh, it's a show where you all live in the house, you do challenges, and you vote each other off. It's uh-huh. kind of similar to Traitors, um, but. Basically, like, once somebody's name is said, everybody gets so scared that their name may be said, so you just, like, pile onto that person. Like, I feel Uh. like that's what happens, like, with Mia, where she just gets so excited that the attention is on Karen. Even though Giselle is the one who's, like, being against you, but it's like, no, but, like, everyone's doing Karen right now, so, like, I can't go against the group. So, um, Charisse. Oh, Mia said, yeah, she didn't want to put it all on Sharice and say that Charisse is making things up. It's like, I don't really think anybody said that Charisse made up stuff that she's heard. It's just, like, you're just being also, who weird saying it. Yeah. So, Karen said, let me be very clear. If that were true, I would admit it. I don't believe that, but, okay. So, um, I mean, you wouldn't have to. Like, so, Candace said, what did you guys do to Karen? Why is she leaving? And Robin says, it's a pattern. <laughs> she doesn't want Ray to hear what we're saying. And it caps, I said, do you guys think he knows or do you not? You literally change it on every interaction just based on what, like,
2: and do you think that Karen doesn't know she's on a TV show? Like he's going to see this at some point.
1: <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, it's so that. stupid. So, so I said, Giselle is desperate for Chris's attention. And it's really weird. Uh, then she goes, am I crazy? Didn't Candace say that Chris wanted to talk to me? I've been here all night. I've been here for hours. Like, you literally sound like an angry Karen at a restaurant. It's so embarrassing. She said, um, and then we see the flashback on what Candace actually said. I think that Giselle probably asked, like, does Chris want to talk or something. And I think Candace said, I think he wanted us to talk first. I don't think that that's her saying, her over and over being like, didn't Candace say that Chris wanted to talk to me? He's like, the fact that you think you're so important is, like, so no, sad. This is, this is
2: the thing that, this is, like, the vibe that I get. I feel like Giselle and Ashley are insecure, and
1: they... That's funny that that's what the whole party was about, too.
2: Yeah. And and they are, like, bothered by the fact that Chris isn't interested in them like that. Mm-hmm. So they have to try to, like, make something out of nothing. And be like, oh, well, he's into my friend, he's into this, and he tried to get me in his room, he tried to get, like, trying all these things, and it's like, he, okay, so you did all that. Now Chris isn't talking to you. He's not even, like, being rude to. He's just not talking to you. He's Mm -hmm. at a party. He's not going to come up to you. And now you have to make a big deal about talking to him. It's like, they just want his attention so badly.
1: No, it's super weird. It's super weird. Because, honestly, like, him not talking to you guys is like, that's actually fine. Like, you guys probably don't talk to Eddie for hours on end. Like... But it's the fact that you know that he doesn't want to talk to you. And that and bothers is, them so much. Not like only they, does it bother them, but they feel entitled to exactly. him changing it. Like, it's so annoying. It makes me feel insecure that Chris doesn't want to talk to me. And instead of just dealing with that yourself and being like, well, actually, when you treat people this way, they have the right to respond and not want to It's like Chris is canceling us and it's not right. I'm going to go tell him. So... Uh, Ashley says, like, we're adults. Am I in time out? He's right over there. And again, it's just this weird thing where it's like, you wouldn't normally need to talk to him, though. It's like, just so strange that out of all these people, you're singling out one person that isn't talking with you and acting like
2: and what she he said, owes it to you. And what she's saying is annoying because she was like, oh, I feel like your tweets were a threat. If you felt like that, why the fuck are you talking to him? Exactly. Why are you talking to him if you feel like he's threatening you? I would have talked to someone that I thought, felt threatened by. Should,
1: yeah, no, I totally agree. And then Robin says, one of the only times I've agreed with her, she's like, it probably just isn't important to him to talk to y'all. <laughs>
2: literally, like... Like, that's, like, that's deep, like, like
1: it, it's that simple. No, it's Like, that it's simple. not deep. It's not, like, he <laughs> that means he's planning to kill us. It's, like, it's probably just not important to him when he's at Candace's video release party to talk to y'all. No, I don't want to talk to, you know, so it's, like, the kids... So like, she goes, well, if he's going to threaten me on Twitter, he should say it to my face. So Candace tries to make a little speech. She's like, Well, we were all here, but y'all ran Karen out. And uh, they make a little fake Karen <laughs> And so that Candace can tell them that she loves them all. She's like, Even though some of you, I can't remember what she said, but she said something negative about some yeah. of them. And then Giselle goes, She means you, Ashley. And then I'm pretty sure that I heard Candace say, No, you She's disco like, you ball. I said, You too, disco ball. <laughs> I feel like we've really come full circle. Like, long. I love for Candace to get to have the last party of the season. Ashley and Giselle, she, like, was kind enough to extend an offer to these, like, miserable trolls, and she'll still <laughs> tell them to their face that they're trolls. You two, Disco <laughs> She means you, Ashley. Like, you Giselle. two are so unlikable. It's crazy that two such beautiful women could be so unlikable in so many different ways. So, Ashley asked Candace if she could talk to Chris, which... If you were going to do it anyway, why'd you even do this? I know. The fact that Candace had to yell for Chris, warning, warning. Like, <laughs> Kevin, like, yeah, like, warning, warning. Because like, Ashley won't leave you people alone is like, I'm about to call the FBI. So, Which, okay,
2: before they even did that, did you notice how when Chris was talking to G, he seemed, like, irritated?
1: No, but I could see him just being, like, irritated by having to be around them. He seemed,
2: like, about right Why? Don't they not? Do they not get along?
1: Oh, I just mean around like the girls.
2: Oh no, G not Giselle. Oh, G seemed G, annoyed. G. No, no. But Chris, Chris seemed annoyed. I think, annoyed but by I G. could just see him
1: be, Oh, are you okay? I was wondering if maybe he's just annoyed in general and happened to be talking to G. Maybe.
2: But he was like, "Oh, I missed you guys just like cookout. Like, what was it for again?" He was like, "Oh, for Karina, see the graduation." And he's like, "I would love to have like I would love to try like Chris's cooking or something." And he was just kind of like, "Oh, face to
1: face." That's kind really of funny.
2: Are they... I don't know. I
1: did notice that when Giselle said hi to him when he first came in, he was at the bar the exact same way that he was at Karen's party, which was just, like, the elbow, elbow on the bar, but looking completely bored, disinterested, not paying attention to anyone on his phone. Exactly. And there was a girl standing next to him, so I was like, exactly. it'd be really funny if she comes for it. She's on the reunion,
2: she's like, I am also the victim of the elbow on the bar. <laughs> no, I like, it honestly... I don't know I how mean, many times they've shown that scene and been like, Chris
1: not standing no, up to No, I know. I mean, we're about to get into it, but Ashley, it's fucking embarrassing it's that so you're embarrassing. standing by this story. Like from, even if, even if they cut footage out, I just feel like it's very obvious from the, what you saw Chris interacting with Deborah was that she went up to him and talked to him. He was not interested in talking to her and he was being the bare minimum of polite. If anything, he was a little bit dismissive. And you're gonna be like, well, innocuous or not, it was interpreted a certain way. Okay, innocuous or not, it was innocuous, and it being interpreted a certain way means that Chris needs to do something. You no, know, your friend what needs to talk. What does innocuous mean? Innocuous, I think, is like innocent. Okay, that's what I thought. But she said, she said, whether your actions like are innocuous
2: or not, it was interpreted that way, which like I thought was weird. Like, are you saying it was hey, that's literally as innocuous? Like, that's yeah, literally
1: oh. No, no, I think she's saying No, I think she said innocuous or not, it was interpreted as being something. And it's like, but that's on your friend. Like you interpreting something the wrong way. It actually kinda reminds me of a quick sidebar on Watch What Happens Live. Robin says the reason that she doesn't like Wendy is because Wendy's been very condescending to her and she just thinks that Wendy should have looked back and realized that. And it's like, was Wendy actually condescending to you? Or are you just intimidated by Yes, are you just intimidated by her? Yeah. Like, were and you silenced or were you silenced? <laughs> she didn't do anything to you. Like, because yeah. you're intimidated by a smart woman doesn't make Wendy condescending.
2: Yeah. I mean, Wendy can be condescending, though.
1: But I don't think she was to Robin, though, when she's just like, oh, you have a real... You don't have a real relationship. It's like, that's not any more... Every- Actually, I
2: would just condescending. Every person on the cast...
1: <laughs> okay. Every person on the cast has made fun of Robin's relationship. Well, yeah. Every single one. So, but when Wendy does it, it's so condescending yeah, that it, like, bothers man. you for years. Yeah.
2: Um, but... I think it's funny because the thing with, like, Ashley and Giselle against Chris or whatever, it's the same thing with Deborah. It's, like, she's... She wanted Chris to be into her so badly that he, him came here at the time of day. She had to, like, plant the seed and be like, oh, hey, like, I'm Deborah or whatever. Like, trying to, like, trying to trap him, basically. So she's like, oh, see, he flirted with me. And he didn't give her anything, and she's still trying to make something out of it.
1: Totally. Is that a thing that women do where it's, like, because they're jealous of Candace, they need to try to get her man to, like pay attention to them or something i just don't even understand why and chris has been around for a while and then it's just all of a sudden you guys are targeting him for like not trying to fuck you
2: i think that people like i feel like people do this thing and like i feel like it was more common when we were like teenagers But i guess people still do it now working in their head of like oh i would basically be i'm better than candace or i would be a better like woman for you or something so like every man has to like want me basically and so they're like mad that chris isn't giving them the time of day so they're just making up these fancies in their mind of like oh well no he did actually because he asked to talk to me or because he leaned on the bar 10 feet away from me or because eddie wouldn't look at me or he was smiling across the room to his friend like they're just trying so hard to find any way to be like, okay, yeah, like, I am, like, an attractive woman or something, When it's like... Eddie couldn't who, even
1: look me in the eye. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it's like, women who actually know that they're attractive or are beautiful or whatever, they don't need other people to validate that. They're just like, I know that I look good, I don't need...
1: And they're okay with the fact that not everyone is attracted to everyone. like if someone's yeah, exactly. If someone's boyfriend isn't attracted to me, that's fine. If someone's husband
2: doesn't like you, that doesn't mean that you're not attractive. That just... You know, it's just right. like, but it's like, no, I have to prove that every man in this room wants me, and so since he didn't do that, I'm gonna just make up something, and it's like, okay.
1: <laughs> Too much. So that's what
2: the saddest part about it is, is that I genuinely think that Giselle and Deborah, like, I genuinely think that they believe whatever happened, happened, in their mind,
1: mm-hmm. and... They're, and even if that it didn't happen, it's like, well, he actually was acting that way because he was so attracted to me. It's like, like that's it's why like, he was acting so disinterested and dismissive.
2: Yeah, it's like I think that Giselle actually likes Chris, and so now she's upset that like he's just like, okay, I'm just not gonna talk to you then. Right. Like, if you're gonna make this weird, I'm not gonna talk to you. Instead of him like trying, she thought that he was gonna try to like come after her and be like, oh no, sorry. It's like no. He why was, would he, was he was do already that? Nice to you. Yes. He was already nice to you. He's been nothing but nice to you guys, and then you and guys decide to do this. And
1: exactly, so now I'm gonna talk to you. So like. And now you're going to try to turn him into a bad guy for that. Yeah, because now she's upset. She's like, no, I wanted to talk to I still can't believe that she would, like, it's mortifying that she would sit there and be like, um, am I crazy? Didn't she say that Chris wanted to talk to me? I've been sitting here for hours. Humiliating. I'm so embarrassed. It's honestly
2: just really, really embarrassing on all it fronts. It reminds me
1: of that meme, like, I forgot black people can be annoying, too. I think it was a quote. <laughs> I think it's a quote from Abbott, actually, the principal. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably talking about (laughs) Janine. That's how I feel about Giselle, like, 24-7 lately. Uh. So, Candace very clearly tells Ashley that he's not open to speaking to her tonight. Like, it's my night. And she said, well, who said I was going to be hostile or confrontational? And Candace is like, well, the problem is that we, we just don't know. And so, Ashley tells Candace, well, innocuous or not, his actions are interpreted in a certain way. So, she says, um... She's like, buy your Sesame Street character. And she goes, so you're insulting my attractive friend. (laughs) And uh, they argue a little bit more. And Ashley basically, well, they're not really arguing. They're just like talking about this thing. And Ashley goes, well, he's right there. I'm grown. And she like runs over. I just said, Ashley, it's not mature to cross people's boundaries to be antagonistic. Like this was so cringe. It was the worst. To ask if you could talk to him. She clearly says you shouldn't and gives you a really good reason. Yeah. Yeah. That this is my event. And she didn't even say ever. She's just
2: just not right now. Like, this is my event. And then
1: you say, well, who said I was even going to be confrontational or hostile? Then you literally went up, though, and confronted <laughs> <Yeah>. him.
2: <laughs> I First mean... He did was confront him.
1: It's just, like, funny. It's like, well, how do you even know that I'm going to do that? I mean, I am, but how do you know? So...
2: And Ashley has the nerve to be like, we need to be mature. It's like, you're...
1: Yeah, that's that's what she keeps saying. I'm grown, so I'm going to go and talk to somebody. I'm grown, so I'm going to go and talk to somebody who's made it clear that they don't want to talk to me. So she immediately goes up and says that she's mad about Twitter. And I said, So your intention was to be confrontational immediately. And then Chris basically goes off and he's like, I'm not just going to sit there. um, You know, like, I don't want to cuss at you, but like, and he didn't really, honestly. He was just like, This shit's fucked up, basically. And. He's, like, angry that she would do this. And Ashley goes, but some of your actions were questionable. He says fuck that shit and storms out. Don't blame him at all. What actions are questionable?
2: Well, he had his elbow on the <laughs>
1: <laughs> He shouldn't just be leaning on bars He'd all the time. be leaning on bars in front of women. That's what's so frustrating about them is, like... Or because he said that curses are alike. If, if you could, like stay calm enough to sit there and talk to them you could probably like unravel like you could win a debate with them if you just kept asking questions but they act so infuriating like that they push you to just scream and run out like did, rather than to just be like what actions you know because like he doesn't want to drag it out yeah. but so they just know like just push 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 like yeah. push buttons push buttons try to get somebody to scream um I thought it was funny to see kind of Chris and Candace's roles reversed and she's like calming him down. Yeah. In the hallway and being like, there's nothing you can do to like reason with these people. Like you just can't let it bother you. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, I feel bad for Chris because I think he was like genuinely,
2: like genuinely trying to be nice to them and like trying to be. Yes. You know?
1: Totally. Just like be like, like friendly him, like, and they're <laughs> just such, they're such assholes. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I I just said that I hate when Ashley acts like Giselle. Like, just super antagonistic and then play super dumb about it. You so know? Just
2: have a smile on her face and talk that.
1: Like, stop yourself. <laughs> like, I just said, at least stand by what you're doing. Like, it's so patronizing to, like, do this and act like, what? I was just being nice to Chris. Like,
2: why? It's just like,
1: stop. It's she's just. Like,
2: are we so mature that we can't, like, confront each other about stuff? It's like, he she said, did... they said multiple times they didn't want to do that. That's being mature. They're communicating to you, they don't want to talk about it right now.
1: She said, what did I say that was bad? And Wendy said, did you really think that was going to go well? And Ashley goes, we're adults. Why do you keep saying we're adults? What does that know, what have to do mean? with you? Then why are you harassing somebody? Why are you following somebody around trying to get them to play with you that doesn't want to play with you? That's not acting like an adult. So Candace just said, like, I'm done trying with anything. Anything for Ashley. Like, Ashley's only dreamt of having the life that I have. So uh, the, the season ends with Ashley, like, Literally, like, stomping her foot and throwing a tantrum at the table yelling, I did nothing wrong! And then it freezes on that for her card. So I thought that that was, um, that that was great. Some highlights from the montage. Ashley and Luke called it quits, although they might be back together now. I really hope that that works out for her. Chris doesn't work um, at the hotel anymore. Karen expanded her show to five cities. Giselle and Jason was in the card. No comment. And uh Wendy's prioriting her prioritizing her health. Then they made they inserted the Robin noise right here. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. And then Mia so Mia's card was the best. It says Mia's health is stable unlike her finances. finances They've lost me. control of several of their franchises and they're no longer in their Potomac house.
2: I, lost control.
1: I have a lot of questions like I don't understand how that could happen to something that answers. you own um, and then Robin never got around to the prenup and that's where it ended alright good night, folks everyone helps <laughs> do do do
2: do <laughs> <laughs> do, do do no do, honestly do. I was like I was like okay they're trying so hard to make this like cute or something like they're showing all these flashbacks of them like they didn't As have it. They didn't they're have any so material.
1: Bad. They didn't have any material. Remember when we watched a movie that time? <laughs> this one? That was their most romantic moment. It's like, oh, you guys made me breakfast
2: in bed, you got me flowers, and it was like... Uh-uh. and he was
1: just like, so my my mom loves Robin. What? Like, when they were talking to like a psychic or something. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, so my my mom really loves Robin. um, Robin, is, like, I feel like the subtext was, like, okay, like, somebody needs to, you know?
2: And it's, like, oh, you guys just figured it out. I'm, like, ah, like, is that, like, cute that you guys are, like, literally all of your montages about, like, how you guys, like, suck as a couple and hate each other?
1: Yeah, I basically, I love how the editors troll, like, they do a little Jamaica kind of opening and they show a plane and, yeah. play and then <laughs> the music drops and they're just still in Maryland. So now her mom is there. They woke up in Jamaica and they thought it didn't feel right. I said, I just feel like she's a weird liar. Like, why do you have to keep making these pretend plans and telling us about it? Just don't say anything. Don't say anything. Like, anything. Don't no know. one thought it was normal for you to get married in Jamaica. I don't believe for a second that that was ever going to actually happen. She, I also took note of the fact that she was divorced only three years when the show started. Did you realize that? What do you mean? Like, I guess I thought that they had been divorced for maybe longer.
2: They've only been divorced for seven years total.
1: Yeah. So they'd only been divorced for like a couple of years when the show started.
2: It's so like they were divorced. And they Rob was right talking together. about
1: getting away, getting rid of her dress. And like, I just wish they would have leaned into that where it's like, at that point, you guys were admitting that you were basically roommates and you were raising your sons together. And she felt comfortable enough with that status to be talking about getting rid of her wedding dress and, like, your guys' marriage is over and all this stuff. And there wasn't any... That never really changed in a drastic way, right? Like, she never said, like, oh, me and Juan had this breakthrough moment where we decided to get back together. It was just, like, all of a sudden, like, it felt like they just started inching towards the idea of, like, no, no, we actually are a couple. Like, we're not weird. I
2: don't know. They're always weird because I feel like um, in that season, they were always talking about, like, oh, like, are you basically with other people? Are you, like, blah, blah, blah? Like, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't exactly. know. Exactly, and it's, like, know. obviously
1: you guys had some kind of an arrangement that you probably still do, but I feel like the only thing that changed was that you decided to totally change the narrative into, like, the, it was all really awkward to watch, honestly.
2: Which, honestly, if more people will be comfortable, like, talking about the topic of open marriages... All of this weirdness would go away if you guys want to be mm-hmm. married for a partnership, like for parenting, whatever. Like, cool. But it's like the weird part is that you try to act like, oh no, everything's fine, but then you're like, oh actually, he is talking to somebody else. Oh, actually, he does have a girlfriend. Oh, it's like if you were just oh, like, hey, okay, we are roommates. But it's funny but that they're all mad at
1: each other about that. Like Robin and Ashley are like getting mad at Karen for not saying that she's in an open it's marriage, and it's, when the it's the like same, you guys have done the same so thing. It's so
2: common, though. It's so common that people. But also, at the same time, I think that it's, like, a Juan thing. I think that, I don't think that Juan
1: or Robin... He probably are, doesn't want her parents to know that he's I not don't in love think with that her. they're
2: mature enough to, like, just own up to whatever arrangement they have and take whatever consequences there are going to be, which probably won't last very long, because if people say, oh, you guys are weird, like, okay, like, that's it, that's the consequence is over. It's no. Between you you two have guys.
1: to be deeply insecure to not just be okay with people hearing something about you and not liking it. And, like, but if you guys are good with your arrangement, then what the fuck do you care? Like, it's
2: way more embarrassing to be like, oh, no, like, I'm going to call Juan and prove that this isn't true. And then him freak out and then find out that it actually was true.
1: <laughs> His just, proposal. I want to try this again a second time.
2: Wow, oh it's gosh, really it's romantic. So embarrassing.
1: I just said Juan's girlfriend must be kind of uncomfortable watching this. So, oh, my gosh, there's 20 took, minutes left. There's too much of this. And then they took out
2: the... Um, infidelity clause because he already has a girlfriend so it's like
1: what is the point of the clause right.
2: like this is stupid right
1: so I'm not gonna say much more about this honestly Robin looked okay from the neck up hated her nails the boys looked very bored and me too babes oh
2: them walking down it was like Robin egg
1: blue her nails really? yeah or it was like not even that light actually it was like kind of like shark's tail like Jamaica blue um, Cookie I, Monster Blue. Like, the reunion?
2: <laughs> I was dying when Juan and... Is it... Is Corey their older son? Yeah. When they were walking the around, he was just, like, literally, like, arms down, like, he hated being there. He's like, why the fuck why am I here? I'm the son or
1: Juan? The son.
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean, kind of Juan, It's to, a fair
1: but, question. <laughs> but the
2: son. Like, they, like, they don't want to be involved in this.
1: Uh... Yeah, so the last thing we see is, like, them walking down the pier, and, like, Robin's, like, bl- trying to be playful, like, holding up her bouquet and, like, spanking her butt, and Robin, or er, Juan's just, like, standing there. It's just, spanking it's really butt. awkward. <laughs> it's really awkward, you guys. Uh, and then they changed the chiron too, um, from Robin's, like, ex-husband Ex-fiance to her, uh, fiance who... to her husband. Like, was this all worth it? I, You know what made me really happy in that moment, though, is that hopefully we're done. Talking about this.
2: I don't feel like we are. Because now that they're going to be talking about Juan's affair, now it's just going to be I'd
1: funny. rather talk about that, though. At least that's real. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to talk about, like...
2: I don't want to talk about them at all, is the thing. That's, that's like, that's true. I but I really talk-
1: don't want to talk about their fake fucking wedding. Like... they are going to divorce again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Done. <laughs> they are. So, then we get the, um... The five months later... On the screen. I think I took a picture of it. So, it said, five months later, Robin admitted that Juan had been inappropriately communicating with another woman prior to their wedding. The couple claims to have worked through the issue. Lies. I like how says the couple claims.
2: And it's like, that's a lie. You guys were not. he was not inappropriate communicating. He has other relationships. So, you guys
1: are so fake, though, like, sitting here talking about your prenup and how, like, he would never do that and this isn't going to be an issue, knowing that all that was happening. It's just, like, just... It's so toxic and gross. Just everything is so fake about this relationship. It doesn't really need a platform.
2: And honestly, I feel like I'm just... I feel like this kind of show, like... Or, like, the stuff about, like, the marriage and, like, whatever, is, like... It's just so outdated. Like, get with the time. Nobody cares about, like, this monogamy weird shit anymore. Like, if you guys want to have an open marriage and, like, Robin, you know that and you're cool with it, then be cool with it. Like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> just, it's beyond... On. It's all beyond bizarre. Like... I don't even understand why they would get legally entwined again. I don't fucking care. I I hope it's really messy for you guys. So, um, I I honestly really wish you the worst. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Again, I really mean this. Um, so there's the trailer, uh, the highlights of the trailer where Giselle's really talking to Jason, which I just thought was insane. I thought they were going to take that one picture and I just kind of can't, um... I'm making a really disgusted face and I feel kind of bad like I'm being ageist or something but it's not about her age is the thing what's it about because
2: if Karen was dating Jason I'd be okay with that
1: it's because Giselle's
2: just fucking lame she's so fucking lame she is so fucking It's lame. also
1: just that I don't I, believe it. Like, I feel like everything about her is a lie. I don't believe that you and Jason are, like, in a relationship. I think he's, like, if anything, he's hired or something. Or you, yeah. You know, well, you, probably, you probably don't have to actually pay him. Just the or fact like, that you're famous asking, is enough for him to go along with it.
2: Or he's asking for her to, like, adopt him or something. Like, she, he, she's right. just so... She's just lame. Like, she's just... I, I have no other words for it. She's just like...
1: <laughs> no, I really... I don't even, honestly, like like Jason like that and I'm just really no, bothered same. by it no same I'm really bothered I also
2: I feel like just in general I don't really like care to hear about Giselle's like dating life because like she's just so awkward and weird that like I don't know it's just not
1: interesting I yeah. don't and what happened to Steve why'd you do him like this why do you keep using him
2: well if they said she has multiple men so it could be Jason and Steve
1: like... she did say she was looking for a young boy gross <laughs> young boy disgusting not a young man Uh, so the prenup didn't work out in Ashley's favor. Um, Jacqueline saying, you were never CEO and your family business is in shambles. So excited for that. Uh, I hope that Jacqueline
2: can like breathe, like just like calm down. Breathe and like tell us the facts. Like I know she I gets feel all like, worked up and she's like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, she then, had papers though. I then think I feel she like had a binder. Discredit because 'cause they're like, you're just like yelling stuff. I think like, she had a binder,
1: know, like a pamphlet or something. I need a pamphlet.
2: Out. I need like a PowerPoint presentation. Just tell us what the tea is. That's what I want
1: to know. I don't just like breathe. She's like and blanks. for my thesis, look at the CEO. <laughs>
0: look
1: at the CEO <laughs> <laughs> Look at the CEO. <laughs> um Yeah, I wonder how many parts it's going to be. Excited for that. Okay, now we need to touch on Watch What Happens Live. So, what you do you know the story about Robin? Which one? Okay, the Canada girl. No. Okay. So, apparently somebody on TikTok sometime last week, I think shortly after we recorded our last episode, she said, like, I've been dating one, we've been talking, and I have this, like, hotel receipt of, like, Oh, I knew what the charity paid for, right? Yeah. So, Robin goes on to her Patreon, so tells people if you want to hear my side of the story about this, you have to pay for my Patreon. Of course, puts it behind this paywall, and then she tells the story of Juan was very bored and lonely during the pandemic. He started talking to this girl for whatever reason. She's supposedly dating a Ravens basketball player. So. Then this girl decides to come to Maryland for whatever reason. This is what Robin says I'll on Robin's life too. And supposedly she was supposed to be seeing the basketball player. And she... Is he the coach
2: for the Canadians?
1: No. Oh. He's a college coach. Oh. Um, so while she's in the area, she's at a casino hotel, and she lost her wallet. So she calls Juan, and is really distraught, and she needs somebody to pay for this hotel. So he decides to go over there, put his card down, or like pay for it for her basically, and then leave. And that is where we're left. So people are obviously feeling some type of way about this. Robin and her friends, it seemed, they knew about this before the season, and it can feel like you guys tried to distract by talking about fake allegations about people when your man actually did something. So Robin is on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy is asking her about her lies, like, right at the top of the show, because a lot of people are like, is Robin going to be fired? Like, this is all really weird, you know? So Robin starts the story by saying, well, Canada was on a strict lockdown, which I don't know what that would have to do with anything. And if it was on a strict lockdown, then why did she come over here? Like, uh, maybe she was saying that, like, you couldn't go to a casino in Canada? So that's... I don't know why
2: she that. <laughs> so she had to go to... <laughs> so she tells the
1: story again about why he supposedly paid for this. Um, says it was the only time that they met in person. Robin admits that it sounds like BS to her. She said it sounded like BS to her, too, but she believes him based on what was revealed last week. Mm-hmm. So... What? I think just him saying the stuff about the hotel, I guess, uh but okay when you go to a hotel let's just talk about the logistics of this real quick when you get a hotel you have to put a card down on files so like even if you lost your wallet that shouldn't have anything to do with whether you can pay for your hotel right so like are they saying that
2: she booked it before or she didn't she just showed up
1: well no the i think what was said is that she was there for a couple of days before she called him and said like i lost my wallet so how were the first couple of days paid for I feel like when I go
2: to a hotel, which is, like, hard because I don't go to hotels a lot, but I feel like when I do go to a hotel, they do
1: ask you for the card, but it's usually when you check in. Yes, when you check in. And it doesn't mean that, like, they wouldn't let you pay for it. Like, it just sounds really strange to me. I also feel like, um, like, for example, like, me and my partner Matt stayed in a hotel recently and... I put my card down when I made the reservation, but then he like paid for a lot of it in cash when we got there. I don't think, even if he had put a card down, I don't think they like changed the name on the reservation just because somebody else paid for it. I mean, I even feel like he could have called the hotel and given them his credit card number over the phone. Like, why would you ever have no, to go down the there? it's, like,
2: not even worth debating, like... It doesn't but, make sense, what, what, and it's just weird that what, she had what, time
1: to come up with a story and that this is what you're saying. It doesn't make when sense. the
2: story is, like, too complicated, like, this is, like, that just doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up. It, it just doesn't.
1: Life doesn't happen that way, where it's, like
2: oh, but I just happened to lose that wallet, so then he had to come, like, no. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> believe that Juan is
1: going to put you in a position where you have to do this over and over again. Like, you could just tell she was, like, very nervous. It's, like, super weird, like, to have to sit here and, like, with a straight face be like, yeah, I know this story sounds made up, but I believe it. After you've already divorced this man for cheating, supposedly. It's just a mess. So, Andy says, like, you're on a reality show about your life, and infidelity has been the hot topic, and you've played a part in that. How do you stay silent through the season? She says it was in the back of her mind. That, Wait, that, so they
2: knew this prior to filming?
1: Yeah. So, she says okay. that it was in the back of her mind, and that, but, like, it wasn't top of mind anymore, because they dealt with it, and she had moved on. So, like, why would she say anything? So... Andy's kind of arguing that, and she just said, like, it wasn't relevant anymore in the present time. And he says another big criticism is withholding from the show and then selling it on Patreon. And she says that this info just came out, so that's why she brought it up now with the girl going to TikTok. Um, but this girl did message a bunch of them, I guess, DM'd Robin, Giselle, I don't know who else about this being the case. So <laughs> the guest is Ebony, um it was like she looks so uncomfortable and um it's like ebony Ebony was on new york for one season and she's a lawyer and and it's like really uncomfortable in there because it's like totally silent like there's no like background noise or anything it's like she's like very much being like chastised in front of the studio and um then robin goes well the female was telling lies the female she said the female was telling lies I'm glad you had the same reaction I did, because I was like, what? You don't usually hear women call other women females.
2: No, but that's because she's one of those weird, fucked up women that, like, is, like, really misogynistic. And Mm -hmm. it's like, she's eating up all the stuff that Rob, or Robin (laughs) all the stuff that Juan is saying. like, oh, this
1: desperate, thirsty girl. By the way, the girl said that she first started talking to Juan because she was a fan of Giselle and Robbins. Stop. Like, that was, like, what, it's like... If he responded to that and started a friendship with someone who said that they were a fan of yours, that in itself How is really is weird. Person? I'm not sure. How old is this female? female? Well,
2: female... Saying female like that sounds like a threat.
1: No, and in the sentence, too, it's like, well, the female was telling lies. It's like, was one The Juan...
2: female was telling lies.
1: Yes. And it's like, was your husband not telling lies? Like, Well, the female was. Because that, too, it's like, if it was really that innocent... Innocuous, why didn't Juan just tell her, like, I'm paying for somebody's hotel? Another podcast said, like, is Juan just paying bills? Can I hit him up to pay something for me? (laughs) Like, you're doing that for somebody that you don't know? It does not make any sense. There were a lot of other allegations, though, like, that haven't really been addressed, but I think it was kind of like, she said that Juan was kind of like, I don't know, almost putting her in weird situations with his friends, like, kind of passing her off to his friends after he was done with her type of thing. Like, who? Juan. Wait, no, who? Robin? The Canadian girl. Oh. Like I think there was something about like one like one of Juan's the female friends like drove her to the airport, but then he said that like she needed to pay him back somehow. Like something like Ew. like weird. To, there's and again, don't know if this is true Um, actually it was the podcast that I sent you where they also said that they have stepbrother, sister vibes. Um, but they were like, we weren't even going to talk about any of this because this allegation seems so ridiculous and a lot of crazy stuff is said that's not true. But then Robin came out and confirmed that, like, a lot of it is true. So now, Juan has two separate, like, accusations of, um, put it, like, kind of allowing people to be in unsafe situations.
2: No, I believe it. Because even with the thing with one of his... With Coffin State,
1: with his his player
2: that is already telling of like your morals or lack thereof that you like you just are like cool with that you're not gonna say anything about that you're not gonna whatever but then on top of that like none of this none of this sounds that far-fetched to me and the fact that robin said female is like so telling i was like no that's like
1: that is like i honestly got chills when she said that the female like, was telling lies. That's like you like
2: like tape shit that you say female like that. Who the fuck says female? And can't you
1: see, like, Juan, like, yelling that at her? Yeah, 100%. Like, they were in an argument, and he's like, this female was telling lies. And then she's, like, with a straight face, comes and parrots that same information out. It's so gross. Juan is, honestly, so terrifying. He is. No, he scares me. So, um, It's
2: scary that he's raising two boys, because I don't know what the fuck he's teaching them. Nothing good.
1: Yeah. So Andy asked, why did you get rid of the cheating clause when he just did that? And Robin said that, like, it was just messy to have it. And then she said something about, like, what if I cheat somewhere down the road? So, like... Stop. I was like, sure, Jan. Another thing they said, on this podcast that I mentioned, by the way, it's um, The Reality Is podcast. It's great. You guys should check them out if you haven't already. Um, But, yeah, somebody... I think um, Artie was saying that she gets kind of an asexual vibe from Robin, and I could see that. Like, that's more believable to me than Robin acting like, well, like I might step out too. Like, no, you Which won't.
2: Is, again, is fine. If you are okay with him having sex with other people, fine.
1: Totally. Like, whatever.
2: But it's, it's not even that part that is... I don't think famous. she has any intention it's of even doing like that, not like the, the cheating or whatever Juan is doing is the part that's disturbing to me. It's his demeanor towards Robin, it's his demeanor towards other females it's his demeanor towards his own player being like basically raped like I, yes like I'm not I'm not cool with that <laughs> like no. I, I is I,
1: Juan gonna be at the reunion that's the question because there's a lot of fucking questions for Juan
2: I feel like Juan's gonna like go to jail something <laughs> like, he I needs know, to learn his he lesson he needs
1: to lawyer up I don't know he he he's really troubling we're abolitionists but jail Juan it's been too much uh, so, <laughs> and I feel like Robin's dad is like, this guy's a piece of shit,
2: but Robin's mom you is you guys like, know
1: I love you guys, we, but we love Robin's guys well, mom is
2: like, probably all into like the weird traditional, like, oh, you gotta keep the them together, so they just go along with it, but I feel like her dad is like, no, Juan's a piece of shit, and like, I'm not gonna pretend to like him.
1: It'll be interesting to see what Robin and Juan do when their kids move out, because I honestly just think that that would be uncomfortable for them maybe to even continue living together.
2: I don't think they even live together now.
1: Yeah that would make sense so Andy said that Giselle has no problem bringing other people's mess um and but she kind of held this for you this whole time is there a double standard Robin's like well we already talked about it off camera so why would she bring it up and he's like but she does that to other people and he says well I just think that like it just depends on the friendship like I think Wendy and Candace would do the same thing for each other and Andy said that it seems like she is Karen's accusation for justification for dragging her when you had skeletons in your own closet. And Robin goes, well, we all do. Like, we all have stuff on each other. And he's like, but you really laughed it off like it was so ridiculous. He was really holding her to the fire, and it was nice for once. I feel like Andy usually, like, isn't good about... But he's probably But that pissed. looks bad nice for Bravo. Yes, like, but he's she's... probably pissed. It's like, we put you on the show, and then you're taking money for yourself. Like, <laughs> so... Uh... And Robin says that she didn't say that. Like, she didn't say it was ridiculous. She just clarified that um, she had never heard. She's like, I just never heard that stuff. Karen was saying, and you know it. And she's like, and I was just saying, i would never heard that stuff before. And she just clarifies that it's two different women that they're talking about. The woman that, Cand- that Karen was talking about is different than the Canadian woman. I'm like, does that really make it better? Like, is Karen at the reunion says, like, this is not a rumor. She's like, I have sources like this is true. This woman is real. So it's like, so there's really two different women. And I'm not sure how this makes your story better. Robin says that no one brings all their personal lives to the show. Um, she's like, has Karen? It's like, but you guys talk about all of Karen's stuff on the show anyway. That's the difference. You didn't have to have anybody talk to you about this on the show. You're getting to really talk about it on your own terms. And someone even pointed out, it's like, she's getting an extra interview. So in a way, she's kind of getting rewarded. Like, she got this whole extra segment on Watch What Happens Live because of it.
2: And, and it's, it's like, like Karen next-
1: doesn't reveal her whole life. But it's like, but you guys have been trying to force her to for six years, and nobody does that to you.
2: And it's very different for, like, them to say, oh, Karen is, like, hooking up with people or whatever. Like, Karen isn't having Ray like, come in and, like, yell at them or something. Like, you called Juan, and he had the most psychotic reaction to this thing that, like, was clearly true. And you guys want to act like, oh, it's like, see, like, what am I supposed to do? Cry, blah, blah, Like, as if it's so weird. It's like, actually, it was true, and there's a bunch of other stuff that's true.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that the reunion doesn't feel... I don't know, annoying or something just now that all this information came out. All this information came out days after the reunion, which is so strange, you know? So, like, she I didn't know. have to address any of this when, like... Because Anne did okay with the questions, but I feel like Candace, for example, would have been so much better at, like, perfectly encapsulating, like, what she... did. Candace did actually put a good tweet out about it. Like, we're presumably, like, showing our lives on the show, and, like, nobody's gonna do it if you don't have to, and you could just choose to lie and withhold whatever, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I think it's going to be a little bit weird watching the reunion when we don't have this information and Robin is still going to be acting like, Karen, it's so ridiculous that you're saying all this stuff about Juan, I knowing full well that, that she just that doesn't activating. know that specific That's story. So yeah. So the reunion should be sufficiently annoying for all of us. I'm really looking forward to it. Do you think it's going to be two parts or three? Three, It's going to sure. be three, even though it I probably understand. doesn't need to be. Um, it's always three. Isn't it? I don't know if Salt Lake had three. Most, I don't get shit about Salt Lake. Most I think that Potomac Lake always three. Okay, so this is it for our <laughs> um, maybe extra long episode of the Potomac finale. It's been really, really fun. Um, I'm sure that we're going to be covering the reunions oh, too. Yeah. Are we going to do it episodically or are we going to just do all the reunions in one episode?
2: Um, we should do multiple because okay. once a week right At the reunion
1: yeah it should still be once a week so we'll see you guys um, I assume next week for the Potomac uh, reunion part one can't wait follow us on twitter low budget pod we'll see you guys later okay, and tiktok and tiktok <laughs> okay. bye, bye.